from BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast, is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. AT&T connects an ode to podcasts. Connect the alarm. Change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze. 10 more minutes to dream. Connect the shower. Lather up with the news, sports talk, comedians, or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the drive into work in traffic so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of smoking audio. Connect the stories. Change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T. This episode is brought to you by Navy Federal Credit Union. At Navy Federal, it's been the mission to help the military community for over 90 years. And not just help them, but do everything to make sure they not only grow, but flourish. That's why Navy Federal Credit Union has all kinds of great savings and investment options, like share certificates with sky-high rates. So don't hesitate. Start growing your finances today with a variety of savings and investment options. Navy Federal Credit Union. Our members are the mission. Savings products insured by NCUA. Investment products are not insured. Not obligations of Navy Federal and may lose value. The 2024 presidential campaign features two candidates who are very well known to Americans. And yet, there's complexity at every turn. Criminal trials for one of those candidates. Young voters who are angry. The Campaign Moment podcast from The Washington Post gives you what matters. I'm Aaron Blake, and I'm covering my 10th election cycle. My colleagues and I have insights that you won't find anywhere else. So follow the campaign moment right now, wherever you're listening. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Drummer Boy, it is so great to have you here. Thank you so much for being here. Absolutely. Blessing to be here. Blessing. Like you are a kingpin in the Atlanta scene. You have put in your time and you've been working, working, working from day one. Let's start at the beginning. What brought you into the music business? Oh man, coming from the city of Memphis, we're known for music. It's, mm-hmm. it's home of music. Uh, my dad was in the orchestra, Memphis Symphony Orchestra. My mom was in the opera. Uh, whoa, 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 what? Old- you are classically trained roots here? Absolutely, man. Beethoven, Mozart, Sebastian, Sibelius, and you know what I mean? Reading, arranging, composing. Um, that that was all first and foremost for me. By the age of two or three, I had a recorder in my mouth. Wow. Uh started started learning clarinet by five and uh made the all West Tennessee bands play piano and all that. But it's crazy because growing up in the streets of Memphis, you know, my older brother was in Saint Wayne, R.I.P. to my big brother. Mm. But he, that was the motivation of kind of making beats. You mm-hmm, know, mm-hmm. he was around the same age as Jazzy Faye and uh, Carlos Brody, Slice yeah. T, a lot of those legendary producers from Memphis. Um, and then Home of Stacks, you know, Home of the Blues, 
country right up the street in in, in Nashville. So music is our life. It's like yeah, it's your birthright. You Absolutely. So you know, uh, I got into music through my mama's womb. Honestly, she always tells stories about putting her stomach to the speaker and playing different uh, Aretha Franklin or Michael Jackson. She said, you get the kicking when I play Michael Jackson. Wow. <laughs> so, you know, that's life before life. Yep. In a yep. sense. Yep. You know what I mean? My ears can hear. My ears are working. I have these dreams of making beats every day, and it's always a sound in my head. So I found a way to transfer what's in my mind to my fans. To your fans. That's a beautiful thing. It seems like you, like I said, this was your birthright and now you're sharing that gift with the world. So you almost make it sound like it's easy. And I know it's not. You know, people look at the music and entertainment industry and they think like, you you know, you just overnight you created some beats and sold them. Can you talk a little bit about your journey from the perspective of sort of a business lens? Um, yeah, like it it definitely wasn't easy. I I turned a lot of those dreams used to be nightmares. And I used to want to figure out how to get it out of my head. I used to want it out of my head, not knowing that I had to transfer. Yeah. And looking through, you know, that lens, I kind of tapped into being therapeutic Mm -hmm. in some way. My grandfather was a principal uh, at uh, he was the principal at uh, Fairmont Heights in D.C., Marvin Gaye was a student, a lot of members, 30 years. So I think I pulled a lot of that being able to guide people in the right direction from mm-hmm. my grandfather. Absolutely. And that, that has always been my vision and, and allowed me to understand my purpose, which to me is the, the ultimate third eye. And once you can see and understand your purpose, then you can deliver the results necessary. And that's a message that I hope people are hearing because once you're able to align with that and walk in your purpose, the universe just opens up everything for you. Um, But at the same time, you were one of the most sought after producers in the industry by your early 20s. And yes, that's a product of your talent, of course, but there are plenty of talented people about there. What was it about you that set you apart and allowed you to achieve this level of success? Oh, I think honestly, you know, from the sound of music that we coming from, which was trap, Mm -hmm. I think me being able to be amongst any trap, any hood across America, I'm respected uh, and and I and I deliver. And I'm you know, I'm a man of character. I'm Mm -hmm. a man of honor. So it's it's not like I've never robbed anybody in my life. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? I've never taken. I've always earned what's mine. Yep. And I think people respect that. So I've been able to go in and out of hoods across America and meet with a lot of these young guys who don't get the opportunities. Yes. And I made the best out of the relationships that I had. I came up uh, with a guy by the name of Yo Gotti. Mm-hmm. And when I met Gotti, he's in Ridgecrest. You know what I mean? I, I'm, I'm from South Memphis, Gotti in North Memphis. But growing up in Memphis, you know, Playing clarinet ain't the coolest thing going on. You know what I mean? So I had to kind of defend my, myself in some situations. Almost, long story short, I almost killed somebody with my clarinet case. Yeah, get get jumped and we'll, we'll, we'll get into a bad fight. So it's like Fresh Prince of Bel-Air. Right. You know what I'm saying? Getting in fight. You know, you know, you know what I'm saying? Your yeah. mom and your uncle, you move with the Bel-Air. Like, you know what I'm saying? You got, saying? What you got. You had a clarinet case. <laughs> yeah. So, so my mom moved me to Cordova, which is north of... Memphis. And how old are you at this point? I'm like 14. So you're 14. You're a talented, you know, trained musician, but you're looking for the beats. You're you're looking to get into a different sort of aspect of music. Did you know you wanted to be producing or 
managing at this time or you were just looking to find other musicians? Oh uh, yeah, no, I was definitely making beats and whatnot. Like my brother was a was a big part of that. He introduced me to the first studio at like 11 or 12. Um, so once I saw that studio and kind of had all of this orchestral knowledge, I was like, man, like I can transfer that into beats. And I started making beats and whatnot um, and doing the warm ups to the basketball. Mm -hmm. I was on a varsity team, so I would do the music to our warm ups. That's you know really interesting, saying? though, because that also speaks to like you're young and you're like, I just want you know, these dreams or nightmares that are in my head to translate out so that other people can hear them. And you were like, I'm willing to do it anywhere. And this is, I think, testament to your determination and drive. You're like, I just want people to hear my music, even if it's in a basketball stadium at the high, you know, at the high school, like nothing was, you know, too little to this. You're like, I just need this out for the people to hear. Oh, yeah. And it was crazy because like, you know, people were asking me for beats. So my first job was just for feet, selling shoes. When I moved to Cordova, they had a just a feet by the mm -hmm. Wolf Chase mob. And that was my first job. And my my boy who uh who hired me was like, Man, I know you ain't gonna sell shoes out here. Like, what else you do? What else you gonna do? You know what I mean? He would always push me. Yeah. You know what I'm I see you on the basketball team. I'm gonna come to some of your games and whatnot. And I told him, I said, I, I start I just started making beats. My older brother showed me how to make beats. So he was like, Man, you don't make no beats, man. Man, bring, bring, bring a tape up here. So I, I brought a tape to the job and next thing you know, it's only one person listening, two people listening. The whole shoe deck wow. ends up in the back. So the manager comes like, well, what y'all doing? There's people standing on the on the, on the the deck with shoes in their hand, trying to buy <laughs> shoes and get out of here. You know what I'm saying? He's like, man, we missing money. We got clients. Right. But by the way, we're going to call your drummer boy because your beat patterns, your music, your, your, it was all about the patterns. You know what I mean? Even at the cafeteria table, beating at the cafeteria table. There you go. There you go. You know what I'm saying? So I would be, I would always be the vibe and mm -hmm. get people to start freestyling and rapping and you know what I'm saying? Next thing you know, it's a whole cypher going on in the middle of the cafeteria. You know what I mean? And and when they started playing my music to the warm-ups, that's when I started seeing choreography. That's ah. when I started seeing young girls putting steps, putting routines together to that's my music. Great. And that kind of turned into doing videos and selling out uh uh the Wimbledon Sportsplex complex like it, it you had you could, we had a room for 500 people we sold it out at 16. Okay tell you me about that because you that must have been a huge moment when you're really realizing like I can make some money here. Oh yeah it, it, it's understanding the business it's like yo we just had 500 heads in here everybody paid ten dollars we just made five thousand dollars and we only rented the space for 200. 200 bucks but they was that high on our on yep. our music i produced a, a group out of chapel hill called trio and that's that was again it had i not moved to north of memphis mm -hmm. in cordova i wouldn't have met these guys in bolton i wouldn't have met your Gotti in ridge chris in raleigh you know what i'm saying i wouldn't have met uh 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 loot chasers and the kids shine and all of those yeah. guys in uh germantown but you seem like, you know, it was really important to you to connect and so find where the talent was. What was it about founding Drum Squad where you sort of branched out on your own and wanted to really start your own company? Um, how did you know that the timing was right and that you could be successful in running your own company? Um, I started Drum Squad in 2003. And it, it was just I had gotten to the point where I had done enough projects for other people. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? I'm, I'm working with Yo Gotti. I'm working with Profit. 
Posse, I'm working with 3-6 Mafia, I'm working with A-Ball and MJG, I'm working with Endo G, Gangsta Pet, Gangsta Black, all of the underground legends yeah. and, you know, the the, the top level guys in, in Memphis, 3-6 Mafia, Player Fly. Um, and I was like to a point where it's like, okay, now I got to start building me up. Like, okay, you got 3-6 Mafia, you got uh, uh, Outkast, yeah. you got Organized Noise, like all of these production companies that had their their names because everybody knew drummer boy so i was like i'm gonna take the root word of me which is my squad drum squad and <laughs> you know what i'm saying it, it was just a whole mob of us coming out of memphis coming to atlanta like you know what i'm saying my manager squeak chris hicks noonie yeah um the ogs in it yep. yeah the ogs the pioneers in the games who was just reaching out and always like man let me know when you back let me know when you back one of the first guys i worked with in atlanta was pastor troy <laughs> You know what I'm saying? And um, mm -hmm. I did a big strip club record for yep. him by the time I was 20. Wasn't even old enough to get in the strip club. And I started <laughs> understanding that choreography, going back to those girls dancing in the gym. Yep. Now, when look. your music is hot in the strip club, girls would tell me, hey, I danced to your music on my set. I make the DJ play your music when I dance. Yep. So now, not even, I don't even have to be in the strip club and I'm getting promoted. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I would always, when I got old enough to go on the strip club, I would go tip and say, thank you, bro. It's, it's only right. And I think that's a, another big part of my yeah. You realize who, what the culture was that was pushing your music. When you have people who were like, look, I dance to your music. I mean, that just helps push it out and disseminate to everywhere. Like, Absolutely. I looked at strippers like the dealers. Yep. Yeah. Okay. And if they help me make millions of dollars, I'm, I'm, I'm saying thank you. Thank you know you for what I mean? She just helped me make twenty thousand. Here go two thousand. That's she right. She helped me make thirty thousand. Here go three thousand. Thank you. You know what I mean? And because of that, it continued. I mean, so, there's something really interesting about that. I grew up in Canada, so understanding the Atlanta culture and how the strip clubs and trap music, how they're so intertwined to like pushing that music. It's it's interesting because it's been so prolific in how you've created this genre of music, and you were right there from the beginning. Absolutely. And this is all all like this is what like the trap was a location. Yep. This is yeah. what we call our trap. This is where we hustle, make our money. This is our form of exchange. Yep. You know what I mean? Yeah. And and, you know, working with Yo Gotti, working with Young Jeezy, working with Gucci Mane and T.I. though, that's Mount Rushmore of the original trap. Yeah. Period. And I'm heavily involved with these guys. You know, I would be in the trap and my brother then would sit me to the side like, man, you, but I'm still seeing what's going on. Taking it all in. Absolutely. I'm absolutely. nine. I'm 10. Everybody in the house out other than the guys are butt naked. <laughs> you know what I mean? And here it is. I'm over here making right. music. Right. 12, 13, 14, 15, 16, just in the trap. You know what I mean? Jeez. But thankfully I had OGs was like, when they when they about to go make that run or do this or do that or woo, 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 I hey you stay back. Yep. Yep. You know what I mean? So yeah. you appreciate that. Not always. I went back. I pulled my brother out. When I moved to Atlanta, I brought Swizzle, I brought Insane Wayne to Atlanta. We bought a three-bedroom house. I'm Katia Adler, host of the Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. 
Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. AI might be the most important new computer technology ever. It's storming every industry, and literally billions of dollars are being invested. So buckle up. The problem is that AI needs a lot of speed and processing power. So how do you compete without costs spiraling out of control? It's time to upgrade to the next generation of the cloud. Oracle Cloud Infrastructure, or OCI. OCI is a single platform for your infrastructure, database, application development, and AI needs. OCI has four to eight times the bandwidth of other clouds, offers one consistent price instead of variable regional pricing, and of course, nobody does data better than Oracle. So now you can train your AI models at twice the speed and less than half the cost of other clouds. If you want to do more and spend less like Uber, 8x8, and Databricks Mosaic, Take a free test drive of OCI at oracle.com slash strategic. That's oracle.com slash strategic. oracle.com slash strategic. Become a part of the fast-growing health and wellness industry with an education from Trinity School of Natural Health. Trinity graduates can empower their communities through natural health principles and techniques, whether they go into practice to guide others toward their wellness goals or open a store to sell their favorite health products. Trinity grads are equipped to change lives. With 19 online programs and flexibility to fit your busy schedule, including the popular Certified Natural Health Professional, you can get the training that helps you turn your passion into a career. And here's the best part. You can earn the certification in less than a year. From herbology to naturopathy and health coaching, Trinity allows you to make a meaningful difference by helping others live healthier, happier lives. Don't wait any longer to pursue your passion for natural health. Enroll today at trinityschool.org. That's trinityschool.org. The 2024 presidential campaign features two candidates who are very well-known to Americans. And yet, there's complexity at every turn. Criminal trials for one of those candidates. Young voters who are angry. The Campaign Moment podcast from The Washington Post gives you what matters— I'm Aaron Blake, and I'm covering my 10th election cycle. My colleagues and I have insights that you won't find anywhere else. So follow the campaign moment right now, wherever you're listening. Before this, we talked really briefly, and you were mentioning, um, and it really stuck with me, about just the drive of how you work, you know, and your work ethic. And I think it's something that it's important to share with young people that might be listening on the podcast. You talked about just like every day, the hours and time that you put into your music and the business, et cetera. Can you talk more about that? Yeah, I mean, it's, it's understanding what somebody needs, right? And you can't understand what they need until you give a full evaluation. So in the music, evaluation comes from listening to your music. What do you have already? Listening to some of the songs that you have out uh, or or that you haven't released. So I understand you better as an artist and I understand your capabilities. Do you play an instrument? Are you good with hooks? Mm -hmm. Are you a great performer? Or are you more of a laid back, chill, Brian McKnight type of guy, you know what I mean? And a lot of those people who didn't dance or do too much, right. eventually learned how to play an instrument. Mm. You know what I mean? So it's like yeah. just being able to evaluate a situation and then fill in the blanks for the things that that person needs. So Jamal Boy, over the years, you've made it clear that you're about way more than just music. You've branched out into entrepreneurship. You have a clothing line. You run a clothing boutique in Atlanta. You're a brand ambassador for Moreno BHLV Wine. That's just to name a few things. 
why? What is it about being this sort of multi-stream, multi-talented business mogul that you know gets you excited? And talk more about that. How did all this happen? Um, I would say a lot of that is inspired by Puff. You know mm -hmm. what I mean? It's, it's, it's certain things like I get from Dr. Dre as far as the quality of my music, the mix, the the, the sound, making sure the beat slaps, right? Quincy Jones, I look up to Quincy for the relationships with musicians and writers, mm -hmm. as well as a musician who can read, arrange, compose, and, you know, put together different bands and whatnot. Um, and then I looked up to Puff on the marketing aspect. Wow. I said, well, yeah. man, even if you look at Jay-Z, yeah. okay, he makes a billion dollars. Well, okay, out of that billion, only 10% of that is music. Which is good. I could live off making a hundred million dollars a year. <laughs> but why 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 do these why guys have a hundred million dollars and they still want to go, still want to go, still want to go, still yep. want to go? It's like, okay, because you look at what's going out. Yep. And I love you that. I, mean? I think that's the motivation. Like, you know, you could be comfortable, but you could be great. And it's just about get all of the pie. Why not? And if you have this platform and if you have the ability to do it, take it. Absolutely. So, so via champagne, I've made over six, 700 grand, you know, via, uh, relationships with, uh, clothing designers and, and starting house of fresh, my clothing store. I mean, we've generated over a million bucks That's incredible. That's in the incredible. fashion industry. That's right. You know what I mean? Yep. So these are things that is like, okay, this is elevation. Not only do we make this, two million a year in music or whatever, mm -hmm. but let's add another million on top of that for fashion. Let's yep. add another six, seven, seven hundred thousand over here from uh, liqueurs and, and, and different hostings and whatnot. You know what I mean? And then other aspects of Drama Boy, the official app yep. in the app store, we oh, just dropped. Oh, you an app too. You can, you can subscribe to my exclusive content Okay. For $23 a year. Okay. Did you all hear that? You can subscribe to his exclusive content. And this is what I think entrepreneurship really is about. It's about multiple streams of income that can really make your money move for you. And this is why like, we love having different people from different backgrounds on the show. But this is, you are the epitome of all that. <laughs> Thank you. I appreciate it. For real. That. Absolutely. Definitely absolutely. go get the app, Drummer Boy, the official app. And we just launched my Beauty and the Beast podcast with Jessica Dime, a.k.a. I'm Dime Peach from Memphis. So two Memphis legends, you know what I'm what? saying? Beauty and the Beats. And uh, we just interviewed uh, Aspect Zavi. We got Damani and uh, uh, Tammy Rivera coming next week. Oh, that's so great. Definitely stay tuned. We got to have you Where can we find your show. podcast? You can find my podcast on my app, Beauty and the Beast podcast, that and it'll so be in the smart. Apple Store. You see what you did there? Right, right there, y'all? That's like yeah. business brains marketing right there. You have to For go For members only that. on my app. Yep, exclusive content. I love that. And, and it'll be on Apple Music. So we're, we're distributing it uh, through uh, Apple Music, Spotify, all platforms that podcasts can be heard on. So from clothing to an app to podcasts, what else do you have coming up? Oh, we're working on a couple movies, man. Shout out to Jeezy. He just brought something to the table we're working on exclusively. And another film that I'm working on called 17 Days. Uh, I'm excited about that. A group out of North Carolina. Uh, we're putting together a couple of things, but the, the movie's amazing. So are you doing the musical scores? Are you getting into acting? Oh yeah, I'm screen? actually in, in 17 days doing what? a little acting. Um, shout out to my acting coach, Bernard Hiller. I've been taking acting coaching 
uh, lessons for about five or six years. And it, it's it's something that I've always kind of had in my blood. Yeah. But anything that I do, you want to have the skill sets and the etiquettes behind. Say that again. To, to, to put the polish on it. Yeah. But I so mean, I, those are just little things that you slide into conversation that I want people to understand. Like you have multi-talented, but you're still educating and learning so that your craft is always elevated to the next level. Like people have to like really recognize that this doesn't just come overnight. Like you still work for it. Oh yeah, I love I love you know putting myself through different challenges, and you know people look at school like I don't like doing it. But the only reason we didn't really like school is because we weren't learning what we really wanted to learn or yeah. what we were interested in. Yeah. And once you can have those one on one opportunities with some of these uh, uh, skill set yeah. teachers, yeah. you know, so many teachers of different skill set, I say, and it's so many different things that you can learn and even <clears throat> the relationships most importantly that you gain bernard hiller he leonardo dicaprio uh uh, uh sydney portier i mean this guy has samuel jackson he's he's touched and put so many people in position and he approaches me grammy weekend wow i lose my luggage my backpack everything <laughs> a lift rides off of my luggage mm. that's a whole nother story and as God, opposed to just stomach. going to the room and crying and this and that, or just, oh man, mad about it. I went to the bar, took a shot, went to my first party. I got 17 parties on the red carpet on the list. My PR just sends me 17 parties you're approved for. So I said, well, took the shot and said, I'm effing. This is how I'm going. And yeah, and went to the first party and killed it. Every spot I went to, I gave them 100% of me because Ugh. I didn't have my backpack on my back. I didn't have the computer. I didn't have the beats. I didn't, you know, we so hard on ourselves. Like sometimes you forget. Yeah. It's in me. Yes. You don't need all the extra. Sh I mean, it's nice to have. And you know, when you get your stuff back, you'll be happy. But I think that was interesting. Cause you're like, look, I am my best light. Like I just, this is all I need to shine. And people, people gravitate to that. They gravitate to that and they are attracted to that for sure. It's energy. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. And it's Grammy weekend. Nobody really trying to work. Like I, I shouldn't have had my backpack, computer, hard drives, but I'm, I'm workaholic, workaholic, yeah. workaholic. So sometimes you have to understand outside of making the music, promote the music with your spirit, yeah. with your energy, because I made those beats. So that, that, that energy came from within me. And yeah. that's what people gravitate to when they hear I put on, they hear in my spirit. When they hear no hands, they hear in my spirit. When they hear I'm going to do me, they hear my spirit. So, you know, I get to the last party and Bernard Hiller approaches me like, I don't know who you are, young man, but we need more black actors. Wow. Yeah, I'm talking about J-Lo came, hugged me, uh, Remy Ma, I'm with Pat Poose, I'm with, I'm with such and such. And then, mind you, this is a this is a Warner Chapel party. Yeah. That they weren't even finna let me in. I had to pull out my phone and show them the publishing check of $168,000 they just paid me. Oh, no, you didn't. You had oh, to oh, go there. Oh, 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 we're sorry. Oh, oh. You know what I mean? But I was so pissed off about losing my stuff that right. I, that spirit, that energy came out of me on a positive yep. level. Like, I'm a humble, I'm a humble man, but I'm a humble giant. Yes, absolutely, absolutely. But I think there's like, I just love the lesson in that because sometimes you have to remind yourself and you have to be, cause it, you could have just been like, I'm done, I'm mad, I'm gonna sit in my anger, but you're like, nope, I'm not gonna do that. It's a good story to share with people for sure. So absolutely. 
My last question is, and this, you know, this is a tough question because it's either simple or it's not. When do you find time to breathe and appreciate your success? Uh, when I wake up, mm. I think I think that's every time I wake up, I always wake up like, man, another day to do what I love and, and be inspired. I'll take that breath, jump in the shower and then attack the day. Yeah. You know what I mean? And, you know, a lot of people, they, you know, they, they might do that at night. Yeah. Uh, but for me, it's, it's when I wake up. Drummer Boy, it was absolutely a pleasure and a delight to speak with you today. Before you leave out, I want you to run through the list of where people can find you on social media and the projects that they need to follow that you are launching right now. Already, man, definitely. First and foremost, download the app, Drummer Boy, the official app in your app store. Uh, follow me on Instagram at Drummer Boy Fresh. Check out the website, drummerboy.com. And stay tuned, man. Drummer Boy and Friends, the album is on the way. Woo. Young Buck, Back on My Buck Shit, Volume 3 is out now. Uh, Bankroll Freddy, the Bank album is out now. Stay Solid Rocky, album out now. And most recent, I did my first Jamaican tunes. What? Shout out to Dexter Daps. I did Wi-Fi for Dexter Daps, and I also produced Scripture featuring Dexter Daps and DeVito. What? Oh, I'm going to you. You had me at Jamaica, Africa, <laughs> Jamaica. I love it. So I'm, I love I'm, it. I'm proud about that. that that's, this will be my first uh, reggae, you know, what I mean, big project. So uh, we're re-releasing uh, Dexter Dapp's uh, album. Wow. It'll be a deluxe edition. Vent is the name of the album. I'm all over it. Well, thank you. Thank you so much. Thank you. Please come back again. Wishing you much success. And we are all going to be downloading your app today. For sure. Appreciate y'all. Stop by the store. Money Moves is an iHeartRadio podcast powered by Greenwood, executive produced by Sunwise Media Inc. For more podcasts on iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts from. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Become a part of the fast-growing health and wellness industry with an education from Trinity School of Natural Health. Trinity graduates can empower their communities through natural health principles and techniques, whether they go into practice to guide others toward their wellness goals or open a store to sell their favorite health products. Trinity grads are equipped to change lives. With 19 online programs and flexibility to fit your busy schedule, including the popular Certified Natural Health Professional, you can get the training that helps you turn your passion into a career. And here's the best part. You can earn the certification in less than a year. From herbology to naturopathy and health coaching, Trinity allows you to make a meaningful difference by helping others live healthier, happier lives. Don't wait any longer to pursue your passion for natural health. Enroll today at trinityschool.org. That's trinityschool.org. 
Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Asking the right questions can greatly impact your future, especially when it comes to your finances. So if you're looking for a financial advisor you can trust, certified financial planner professionals are committed to acting in your best interest. That's why it's got to be a CFP. Find your CFP professional at letsmakeaplan.org.